This is the Goodfeller Show with Matt Gefeller. Extraordinary tales from ordinary males. A wise cowboy once said, No hour of life is wasted that is spent in the saddle. Actually, that was Winston Churchill. A wise cowboy. What's up, podcast land? This is Matt Gefeller. It's been a while since I've done my last podcast. And um, I had a chance to meet with my brother-in-law, Austin Jarvis. Uh, He was here for... um, a wedding. So I spent some time with him. Austin is a little bit of an extreme sports junkie, you might say. I know that he's done a variety of things at the University of Nebraska, done some track, done some swimming, other sports. He's going to tell you all about that here in just a second. I've got him here uh, today to talk about bull riding. Austin, what's up, dude? How are you doing? Doing good. How about yourself, man? Good, good. You guys fly back tomorrow? We do. That's right and early in the 1 30 in the afternoon gotcha and y'all are living where oklahoma just outside of tulsa in a little town called claremore did you tell me it was close to broken arrow yeah we're not far from broken arrow okay. we're probably about 30 minutes the only reason i know that is because of the travolta movie broken uh, arrow really gotcha. good flick where they i think they steal a nuclear weapon or something uh, i see i've anyway. not seen that yeah it's pretty good um 90s film i believe <laughs> anyway um yeah that's a way that's a haul no wonder you flew up here but um, that's kind of like cowboy country anyway, yeah. out that way. Yeah, there's a lot. Anytime you want to go, there's a lot of rodeos, bull ridings within 100 miles of that area. So anybody that doesn't know you, tell me um, how old were you? How, tell me your backstory, I guess. How yeah. did it start? Yeah. What got you into riding bulls? Yeah, so my dad, he was always into rodeoing and everything. And uh, he did a little bit of rodeo when he was younger. And then as us kids came up, I started riding sheep when I was three and uh, the rest is kind of history from there. Uh, in the junior rodeos, went to sheep riding and then calf riding and on up to the bull riding and then uh, eventually into the jackpot ranks and then uh, college level and then a little bit of the PRCA. Good gracious. I didn't know the whole story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, his dad, my father-in-law, is John Jarvis. And <clears throat> when I got in the family and met his sister, Tammy, you know, it wasn't long. We'd been married a short time and I got um, basically suckered into trying some of the radio now you were you were young yeah you were a kid and he didn't have his protege yet and so i think he was just preying on whoever was dumb enough or well you know bravery and stupidity are kind of the same thing only the motive i guess i was brave enough let's let's just say i was brave enough to try it a few times here in king yeah north carolina yeah uh, they have amateur bulls and some what they call open bulls yep what would you say so when you got to that college level, was that open bulls? Or I'd say what? mostly open. I mean, some of the stock contractors that hauled to those rodeos would haul to their some of the PRCA or pro rodeos and everything too, but they were mostly mostly amateur bulls. Uh, nothing too terribly ranked there, really. Oh, got you. What, how, like, how do they decide? Like, what, what's a rank bull? How do they rank a bull? Is it weight? Or is it size? Uh, it's Does really it have just, horns? No, no, none of that, really. It's just uh, whenever bull riding's a judge sport, so every time a guy gets on, there's two judges judging one to 25 for the animal and one to 25 for the rider. So, 
that can add up to a total of 100 points. And so just depends on how well the animal bucks. I mean, how, how high his kick is, how much is, how fast he spins. And um, then it depends a lot on the rider and how well he controls the ride, how well he stays in control. If he's out of shape, out of position, he's going to get docked points. If he maintains good control, starts kicking loose with his outside leg a little bit and spurring, he's going to be given a little more points. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't entirely familiar with that. That's all right. But, um, so I got to ride a few times at King. Uh-huh. I got, um, I got stepped on by one called Terminator on the back of my calf. And luckily somebody let me borrow their vest <laughs> because he did try to try to get me. And, um, that was my last ride because I couldn't walk for, I don't know. It seemed like a month oh, maybe, yeah. um, had a nice print on the back of my calf. What, um, <laughs> Just to like skip through, what's your worst injury injury and and what kind of medical bills do you think it may have cost? <laughs> uh, total medical bills, shoot, I don't know, but the worst injury that I've sustained, I guess, I guess, if you want to go life threatening, was uh, I got stepped on back in 2016 and broke some ribs, about five ribs, and then partially collapsed my lung, uh, broke my. I remember bone. that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I was out in Nebraska. Yeah. So surprisingly, I actually had family out there that was visiting so my parents were there so it's a good time uh medical bill on that i don't really remember um but i've broken legs um uh, my femur twice fibula once and then a bone in my wrist and been knocked out a time or two and yet you keep coming back for more yeah it's kind of when it goes good it's really a lot of fun and then the downtimes kind of seem to not last that long when you're doing good <laughs> so. that's like everything i guess oh yeah i guess it's it's all about the adrenaline yeah, there's some of that. I mean, I, I never would consider myself an adrenaline junkie, but it was, uh, it's just a good rush though. When you, when you are doing well, it's just kind of a man versus beast mentality. And it, and if you're able to conquer the beast, but also it's like almost like a dance partner. Cause if you get in good time and rhythm with a bull, I mean, there's just no better feeling than knowing you're tapped off and you're about to make an eight second ride. I wouldn't know anything about that because I never oh. made any good rides oh, that counted, had... but um, it's a short career. Um, <laughs> I figured that was more uh, your idea than his. I didn't know that he talked you. No, I, I do know that you're downplaying it, though, because <laughs> out of everything I've done, that's the most nervous that I've ever been sitting on a bull that they're getting ready to pull the gate on. I mean, it's a great feeling. Yeah. But um, I think I was less scared jumping out of the airplanes yeah. that I've jumped out of um, and swimming I... with sharks than, than I was sitting on one of those things i definitely would be too i think anybody that tells you they're not a little nervous or scared they'd be lying to you Uh, what's one of your best rides uh or what's your most accomplished uh have you ridden any famous bulls or anything like that no i've had a chance of getting on some decent ones that were uh made to the nfr but uh other than that uh i think a career highlight would be making it to the college national finals so to do that you have to be in the it's the National Intercollegiate Rodeo Association, and you have to be in the top three in your region at the end of ten rodeos, and then you get to go on to compete at the College National Finals in Casper, Wyoming. So, did that in 2014. It was my last year of college rodeo, actually, so it was a good uh, a good feat there. Part of that is you got to be able to maintain eligibility um, rodeo or with your grades, and then you've also got to be in the top three in the standings. So, that's probably been the highlight for me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I don't think a lot of folk, at least on the, you know, this area, really yeah. understand that or, or follow it. I know PBR right. is is a lot larger than it used to be, yep. and, and that's a big thing. But um, 
just the sporting and uh, the, all the different leagues and oh yeah rodeos that exist. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different levels to it. I mean, the PRCA's rodeo incorporated uh, with all the events. The PBR has a couple different levels, and then they've got a premier tour. So you can work your way up through the little levels and then make your way onto the premier tour that you can see on TV every weekend. Cool. So, what? Uh, when's the last time you rode? Before uh, 2014? Is that what you said? No, the last time I got on was probably 2000. It was 2019. Summer oh, wow. of 2019, I think July. July fourth, weekend. So you gonna ride again? That's that's a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't. Pl- I don't think I plan to, unless there's some crazy bug that gets me. I mean, I, every now and again I get the bug going, but it's it's. I'm uh, sure. It's also nice to know that that nervous feeling you don't have to worry about climbing on, strapping on again. So. What other activities? Are you into any other, like, um, extreme stuff? or Not really. Um, I mean, shoot, I like anything outdoors, though. So kayaking, outdoors, hiking, everything like that. But as far as extremes go, I'd love to go skydiving, bungee jumping. Haven't I know, you and I went yet, to uh, but... Steamboat yeah. uh, skiing, downhill skiing on an epic day a few years ago, Powder Day. Oh, yeah. I do enjoy skiing a lot. Y'all are in a good spot. Make a little drive, but yep. still a ways. What's the most you've ever made off of a rodeo? What's the biggest purse that you've taken home? Uh, probably seventeen hundred bucks was the biggest one at one rodeo I've taken. Um, it was a good rodeo. It was just an amateur rodeo association out in Nebraska, and uh, fortunately was able to come away with the win. And so they pay pretty good. That's the other driving factor to doing good. Was it pays pretty good when you're doing good? But entry fees, miles, that all adds up pretty dang quick if you're not winning. So. Yeah, there's quite a few George Strait songs about that, and uh, Garth Brooks, and oh, yeah. uh, all the other likes of uh, Bronx in the Blood. Oh, yeah. The Steers in the Mud. Oh, yeah. And they call the thing a rodeo. Yep. You ever tried a Bronx? You ever ridden a Bronx? I uh, actually, so in, in the college rodeos, we, we were, so University of Nebraska is in the Big Ten, <clears throat> and Michigan State was in the Big Ten, and they were the only other college in the Big Ten that had a Michigan college Michigan State rodeo has college rodeo? They were the only, yep, they were the only other one in the Big Ten that had a college rodeo. I don't even know if they had a team. They had more of a club. And so when Michigan State played Nebraska, we invited their club team down to have, do like a little showdown. So same weekend they played them in football, we did a little rodeo, kind of a head-on-head or one-on-one competition. And we didn't have any saddle bronc riders, so I got on a saddle bronc horse that night. And that's the <laughs> only one I've ever gotten on. And it didn't go very well. I mean, it, it was fun, though. If I could do any other rough stock event, it would definitely be the saddle bronc riding. It would not be bareback riding. My dad rode bronx a few times oh, growing yeah. up just for kicks, for fun yep. type thing. And he still tells a story about <laughs> one biting him on the back of the shoulder after a ride. Yep. Rookie mistake. But... Well... Um, I get tick, right tickled when I watch Lonesome Dove, and it, yep. he gets bit on the back by the mare. And, uh, you know, uh, Augustus McRae, played by Robert Duvall. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, he just makes fun of Tommy Lee Jones, and it's just <laughs> hilarious. But uh, Well, some of those horses, they do have a bad biting habit, and there's uh, there's some of them in the bronc riding that'll do that to you. They'll, they'll, I've seen a kid get reach around and get his foot bit, and it drug him off, essentially, of the horse. So they, they, they're kind of feisty. They don't have the horns, but they're... They'll find a way. So, you are a recent father. You have Levi now that is, how many months is he? He's 14 today, 14 actually. months today. Yep. 
you foresee any writing for this youngster? Because I've looked into his eyes, and <laughs> he's got the wild eye. Oh, yeah. If he takes a liking to it, if it's something that he's interested in, um, which, granted, it's hard to tell what a three-year-old's interests are, but or even a four-year-old's, but if he's interested in it and it's something he wants to pursue, we'll give him the tools to do it, but we want him to do it correctly and everything. So, um, But if he's not, I'm not going to push it on him, but if he's if he's not interested in it, then... Like that's I, fine, but like I, I always tell people when I do stuff that's off the beaten path, you, you practice uh, risk management. Yep. You do it the the safest way that you can, and you have to be. I think you have to be good with. He has to be of an an age that you're okay with whatever happens because you're doing what you love, and if we don't go do what we love, then what's the point? Yep. Yep, and that's the the one piece of advice that anybody that wants to get involved in rodeo or anything extreme, if you're doing it for the right reasons and you're loving what you're doing, I mean, you're never going to hate it, and you should you probably will never look back on anything with regrets. Uh, Life is that way a lot of times. I think, um, you know, God gives us different talents and capabilities, and we're supposed to use those to thrive. Sometimes people make it harder than it really is, and struggle with. You know, what What am I supposed to do or what's God's will for me? Or, you know, instead of using the tools in the tool belt that he's given you, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you just take the next step, baby steps, yep. maybe. Oh, yeah. And uh, doing what you love, I believe, is, um, you know, with, with some reasoning and some uh, moderation, I believe that it's glorifying to God to, to do those things and to even attempt extreme sports. Yep. Otherwise I wouldn't do some of the things that, that, that I enjoy. Yeah. I'll never ride another bull again. Yeah. Uh, you know, a month and a half of that, I was good, um, for a lifetime. I didn't do it, uh, 18 years like, like you've done or 20, how many oh, years? Shoot. How many years did you say? I'd say probably 23. Cause I started out when I was three and 23, 24. 23, yeah, so. no, so I did three months, so yeah. we're, like, right there together. Well, we need to find that uh, that video of some of those rides and post in your show notes so then people can find it and watch right. it. I get right tickled. <laughs> Eden um, was so jealous of you growing up <laughs> that she demanded to mutton bust. Yeah. And we've got videos of her just pimped to the T. Oh, yeah. Look, She looks the part. She does, and she was pretty good at it, too. Yeah, some she would bust she some mutton. Uh-huh. And, um... My brother-in-law, Kurt, made a little video, and uh, we still have that. I'll have to show it to you later. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was the first buckle I ever won. It was 1998, and it was a mutton-busting championship buckle. So. Ode to be young. <laughs> Shoot. I was only five. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, and, and rodeo, going back to the where bring glory to God, rodeo will bring you in contact with so many people that, I mean, I've met so many people over the, the years that I've done it that it's just a... It's a great platform. Um, it's a great platform to meet people and, and just a, a place to share your testimony and live live your life uh, according to his will. And Because um, you will reach a lot of people, whether you know it or not. There's always a little kid, even just like Eden, there's always a little kid in the stands, whether you're at an amateur rodeo or you're at the top level, there's always a little kid in the stands that's just wanting to be just like you. Yeah, you got to, uh, we've got to guard our testimonies at every second. Um I guess I've learned that along the way that it really, truly is the little things sometimes that mount up and uh, they can mean so much to uh, the little kid in your your instance, but even coworkers and yep. other people, grown men. 
the human mind is, is fragile. And without, without God, I don't know how I would thrive in the world without that structure and, and his word. I would daily walk and talk with Jesus Christ. But that's awesome, man. I really appreciate you uh, sharing that with us and just yeah. give me a little rundown. I wasn't familiar with everything that you've done since you left. Anyway, yeah. you've been gone for over a decade. Yeah, 11 years. Um, out there being a wild cowboy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, cool. Well, thanks a bunch. And um, to the next bull. On to the next one. All right. <laughs>